Hi, this is Christina Black with Enchanted Rose Photography. If you're like me, you're usually behind the camera instead of in front of it. This vacation, let me help you capture your memories. We offer different packages to fit anyone's needs. Find me at www.enchantedrosephotography.com and book your session today. Hello, welcome to the Dub D Dub Review, and I'm your host, Chris Malik. And I'm flying solo, as I've done in the past, but I never do this by myself, so I shouldn't say flying solo. I've brought along a crew today. Tyler and Katrina Lee, how are you guys doing? Great. Doing great. Excellent. How's the weather by you guys? It's very cold. Very cold. Is it snowy? Is it icy? Um, no, we just got finished with a bunch of rain. Okay. Um, they're calling for snow this weekend. Okay. Right now we're fine. All right. Hold that oh. thought because I'm going to get back into that because I know you're not going to be in the cold and snow and rainy for that long, right? Right. It's Kentucky. Right. You never yes. know what oh. it's going to be. <laughs> okay. And we're joined by Emily Morse. Emily, how are you? Doing good. How are you? Doing really well. And you're south of them. So, are you warmer than they are right now, Emily? Slightly. We always, we're around the same uh, temperature a lot of times, but we get way less snow than Kentucky does. Okay. And so, we should state this right now. I know Tyler and Katrina, you guys are from Kentucky. Is this northern, southern, eastern, where where are you? We are are actually the... Right in the middle. Right in the middle. The central most point of Kentucky, actually. Okay. And Emily, tell everyone where you're at. And I'm in Nashville. So you're close. You guys are relatively yeah. close. Okay. Very good. So I'm I- from central Kentucky, too. <laughs> we talked about that a little bit before we started recording that mm-hmm. I'm from Kentucky, but it sounds like you guys are very close to where I'm from. Yeah. We're, yeah. So, so hang on. Where are you, where are you from? What, what's, what city? It's Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're from Lebanon. Okay. Yeah. So we're... <laughs> We're 45 minutes away from each other. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See, bringing people, bringing cousins closer together. They didn't even know that existed, right? Hey, it's possible. You never know. <laughs> you never know. All right. So before we start the show, we talk about what's good in our life. And I alluded to that with the weather. But Tyler and Katrina, I got a couple questions for you. The first, though, is you got a trip planned in the very near future or the near future. When are you guys leaving for Florida? Uh, we leave on March 31st. Okay, so you got this counted down by date. Tyler says March 30th. I'm <laughs> off of my day. Uh, we leave March 30th. Okay, so you're 40-ish days away? Yes, yes 45. 45. And that couldn't come fast enough, right? Oh, no. No. We are ready. Definitely ready to go. Okay. Emily, you, I don't think, have a trip planned, but you just came back from a really cool trip, right? Yes, we did. Well, we're going to have to have a different show with a trip report from you, but but how long were you down there for? We were there for a week, okay. so um, eight days, seven nights. Nice. Was the weather balmy? Was it all that it should be down there for you? Oh, it was freezing and rainy <laughs> most of the time. My oh, husband no. was incredibly disappointed that he couldn't swim. <laughs> we went to... We went to Florida, and I think the day before we left, he was able to run down and jump in for like five minutes. <laughs> okay, oh. that is disappointing. Well, you know what? You're you're right though. Even in Florida, I know everyone's sitting in winter right now, but like fifty five and sixty degrees in Florida, it's different than fifty five or sixty degrees where you live. I don't know if it's yeah. the humidity that yes. mixes, but it's cold. It's colder than you would think it would be. It's not a one in one type situation where it's it's equal. It's it's different. Right. Would you agree? Yes, that's true. Yes, mm-hmm. we went at the end of January one time, so we experienced those temperatures, and mm-hmm. it definitely is a different feeling. Okay, so before I think we- yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh. Go go. <laughs> I think we would have been okay 
with the temperature. We had lots of layers, but it was that it was cold and the rain in Florida is different oh, because it oh. just keeps raining oh, yeah. all day. <laughs> I was spying on your Facebook account and I was yeah. looking at your trip pictures and I happened to notice you're wearing an awful lot of jackets down there and a lot of sweatshirts. I happened to notice that <laughs> thinking, well, that's kind of unique, but okay, we'll go with it. So that explains it. Yeah. Are you guys ready for my question for you? Sure. Let's go. All yeah. right. So, this is one where it's going to be just preferences. So what I want to know is we're talking Disney and Pixar movies, and we're going to talk the 2019 and 2020 scheduled releases. And instead of covering all of them, I want to throw a few of you at your time, a few of them at you each time, and I want you to give me the order in which you're excited. Which one you'd see first, second, and third. You guys ready? Sure. We're ready. Okay. All right. So we're going to do this kind of chronologically here. So the first one's going to be Captain Marvel, Dumbo, and Avengers Endgame. Put those in order from most excited to least excited, Emily. Oh, man. I'd say Captain Marvel number one. Okay. Then Dumbo. And then Avengers. Okay. Katr- and I'm actually excited for all three of those. <laughs> okay. Katrina. Yes. Same question. I would have to go with uh, Dumbo, Captain Marvel, and Avengers. Okay. Tyler. Uh, I'm definitely excited about Avengers, so that's that's probably my number one out of all the movies that's coming out. Uh, number two would be Dumbo, and number three would be Captain Marvel. Interesting. Do you want to see all three? Are these movies that you would you would say we have to see these in the theater? Everybody. Uh, I definitely have to see Dumbo, um, Captain Marvel, and Avengers. I don't have to. Uh, more than likely, I probably won't. It will probably would probably be Tyler and our son Carson. Um, Bella will not want to go because those do not interest her at all. So I'm sure she and I will end up doing something different. As Tyler looks at you and say, I don't even know you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Emily? Are these ones you have to see in the theater? We're also kind of in the, you know, the phase of life where we have a toddler. So we only get to go to the movies on the off chance that we have somebody to babysit Babysit them. Okay. Okay. However, however, I would say out of the three, I bet we'll probably at least see one of, make it to see one of them. Okay. <clears throat> In my house, we're all excited. We're excited for all three movies. The Avengers is the one that we're most excited for. But yes. I would like to say Captain Marvel because I have two daughters. But you know, I saw that Dumbo preview just when I saw uh, Mary Poppins Returns, and dang it if that doesn't sound like a good movie you know and honestly (laughs) when you watch it it's an emotional trailer like it gets you and you're like i have i have to see that movie yeah no i'm not crying stop looking at me i'm not crying (laughs) so all right here's the next series ready aladdin toy story 4 or the lion king and the lion king of course is the live action so is aladdin put those in order katrina Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to go with Aladdin, okay. The Lion King, and Toy Story 4. Tyler. Okay, Aladdin is my all-time favorite Disney movie, so that's definitely number one. Okay. Uh, n- number two, I'm going to go with Toy Story 4 and Last Lion King, just because I'm not for sure how it's all going to play out. So I'm interested to see how they do that. Okay. Emily. And I'm going to have to put Lion King on top there. Wow, um, look at these different opinions. Um, then probably Aladdin and then Toy Story 4. And I love Toy Story. I love all the Toy Story movies. Um, but Lion King and Aladdin, those were my Disney movies when I was a kid. So they right. are yeah. they are high we up can there. relate, yes. I think I would agree with you, Emily. I would definitely go with uh, Lion King first, Toy- uh, Aladdin, and then Toy Story. I-, I don't know if Toy Story 4 has really grabbed me yet at this point. Like, like, right. it's, like it's a must-see at the theater. 
So we're going to yeah. go one more series here, okay? And <laughs> this one's going to kind of, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely different. There's a movie called Artemis Fowl. Are you aware of it, of what the storyline with Artemis Fowl is? I'm not. I've heard of it, but I'm not aware of it. Okay. I, slightly. I read like half of one of the first books yeah, many, many years book. ago. So I'm going to read you just a one second, a one sentence blurb about it, and I'm going to butcher these names. So excuse me, I'm giving myself a little bit of a, a cushion right now. This adaptation of, and the first name is E O I N. So I don't know if it's Oin Colfer's fab fantasy tale, which teams an Irish criminal mastermind with a fairy recon officer to defeat an evil pixie. It's really good, honestly, and it's going to be directed by Kenneth Branagh. So, actually, the directed by Kenneth Branagh is like like the part that really grabbed me because he's he's like top of like a Shakespearean trained PBS actor. You know, he's fabulous. So, I'm interested in that. But we're gonna go. With- is it is is it Disney? It is Disney. It's a Disney that, movie. I, I didn't know. I didn't know that Disney had was making it. That's cool. Yeah, uh, it's Artemis Fowl, Frozen Two, or Star Wars Episode Nine. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go with Tyler first here. Let's see here. Um, I'm gonna go with Star Wars Number One. Okay. Frozen number two. Okay. And then, um, the la- what? How do you pronounce the last one? I'm sorry. The movie we're not familiar with, Artemis Fowl. Okay, we'll go with that <laughs> yes. one. Number three. Just because I'm just not familiar. I'm with not it. familiar with it, Emily. How about you? Uh, Star Wars number one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Frozen two, and I would say the same. Okay. Yeah. And Katrina. Um, I'm going to have to say Frozen 2 okay. for number one. Um, Artemis Fowl, because it sounds like something that I'd be interested in. Ooh, down with Star and, Wars. And Star Wars number three. I've just never been a big Star Wars fan. Okay, I, I, I could appreciate that because I would rather see Frozen 2 over Star Wars Episode Nine, only because if I'm going to take my family to the movies... There's no way I'm going to convince my six-year-old to go see Star Wars Episode Nine, or probably my 13-year-old daughter, but they're going to go see right. Frozen 2. So I would see Frozen 2, Star Wars Episode Nine, and Artemis Fowl, though I would like to see Star Wars at the big screen. So that's a rundown yeah, of that's the... That's one that we'll... Yeah, for sure. So that's a rundown of the next nine movies to be released at the theater for Disney. Okay, And the reason I wanted to talk about that was, honestly, when we go to the theater, it kind of transports us and it allows us to kind of like feel that magic even when we're not at the parks. And yeah. you could sit there and you can kind of revisit your childhood by watching Dumbo again and remembering how important it was to you. And that's one of the coolest things, which hooks into our topic today. Tyler, you posted on January 16th in our Facebook group, what, res- what restaurants or experiences should every child experience before they turn into a Disney adult. And it's a priority of mine on your upcoming trip since you've got a nine-year-old that still believes in the magic. So this is a great topic. It it spurred a bunch of good conversations. So I was like, all right, who's in? And I think you guys drew the short straw today to join me today. So I got Emily and Tyler and Katrina. We got our ideas about experiences every child should experience before they turn into a Disney adult. Okay, but we had some good suggestions. So do you guys want to read some of these suggestions before we go to our ideas? Is that cool? Sounds great. All right. Who wants to go first? Emily, Katrina, Tyler, or should I go first? You can go first. (laughs) Okay, I'll go first. No difference. Susan Maliski, and I apologize, Susan, if I messed up the name. She mentioned the word the castle, but I think she meant Cinderella's royal table. Uh, as a really cool experience before they turn into a Disney adult. Have you guys been to Cinderella's Royal Table? I not. We have not either. Ooh, Emily, have you? No, I haven't. Look at this. And, you know, I, I, I'm going to say the exact same. I have not been to Cinderella's Royal Table. So we can't give it as a reference point, though I think it should be something we should experience when our kids are still young. But <laughs> yes. none of us could give an experience on that. Okay, very cool. 
All right, who's next? How, how about you, Tyler? You go next. Sure. I'll, Rick Forbes suggested 1900 Park Fair for dinner. The stepsisters make it really fun for boys. And uh, that's something we can definitely relate to because we have been to that dinner. And uh, our son, Carson, um, was actually picked by the stepsisters to uh, dance with them. Oh, my. And um, we have it on video, and it is something we will definitely never forget because they really embarrassed the heck out of him. And uh, it was just priceless. It was great. I enjoyed every second of that meal. So Okay. Emily, have you been to 1900 Park Fair? I have, but not for dinner. Okay, for breakfast, correct then, obviously? Okay, I was a breakfast person myself, and it was really cool. It's a cool character experience. And if you're listening right now, and you've got someone, like, say, four-year-old, five-years-old and under, maybe breakfast might be a better option for you, because the best part of the day usually is the first part of the day, as opposed to the dinner part. But check out 1900 Park Fair. That's a cool suggestion. Okay. Uh, Emily, we, we have actually done the breakfast too, and we highly recommend that as well. What's with a strawberry soup, right? Oh my goodness, <laughs> I loved it. Stacy, Stacy put me on that, and uh, yeah, that's that's crazy good, crazy good. So, Emily, you want to go next? Sure. Um, Amy Van Swole says Crystal Palace. Ooh. Okay. So, have you guys done Crystal Palace? Uh, we have not, but we have reservations for uh, this next trip. Nice. Emily? And I, um, we were trying to decide, I kind of actually decided 1900 Park Fair. I was, I had Crystal Palace and 1900 Park Fair. I was trying to decide between the two for this last trip, and we did 1900 Park Fair instead. Um, but I am definitely interested i've heard a, i've heard from a lot of people that the character experience there is really really good okay, okay. so i don't want to go against what amy says because she's really good and crystal palace is a really good restaurant but we've been there and we found better character experiences elsewhere we kind of got the impression that they were making their way around rather quickly as there's always like a 45 minute hour long wait outside so they're trying to turn those tables over Plus, that's a day you already committed to the Magic Kingdom. So, truth of the matter is, I want to be in the Magic Kingdom, not necessarily in Crystal Palace. If I if I go to a character breakfast or a lunch or a dinner, like it could be outside the parks where my money's not against the clock. So, there's one thing to consider. But the food was really good, and I've got a really adorable picture where my kids are just got a face full of spaghetti, and Tigger's behind him. <laughs> he, he, Tigger grabbed them both like in the noogie headlock, and it was completely adorable. So uh, I'll always remember that. Yes, definitely. Uh, Katrina, you want to go? Yeah. Uh, so James Jamie Price says uh, Cinderella for girls, Chef Mickey, Crystal Pal- Palace. And pretty much any character breakfast and Whispering Canyon. Okay. So he had several recommendations. He, he did. Have you guys, so we talked about Crystal Palace. Have you guys done Whispering Canyon Cafe? We have not. We also have reservations. We have a reservation for, for it. <laughs> okay. Emily, have you done that one? No, I haven't. Okay. We did it once, and that was for Mother's Day. We were down there, and it is as goofy as they said. When people said, oh, they stopped singing and they stopped putting ketchup on the tables, that's not true. They still go crazy. For a rambunctious, say, 6- to 10-year-old, it's like restaurant heaven. So don't be afraid to go and do that one. That's a lot, that's a lot of fun. Oh, that's, that's really cool. We actually have it booked on April Fool's Day, so we'll see. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That'll be interesting. What about Chef Mickey's? Have you guys done Chef Mickey's yet? We have not. We have not. Okay. No, same here. I haven't. No. Okay. So you want the skinny on Chef Mickey's, the honest-to-goodness truth? That, sure. That is nope. very popular because of the contemporary. But, again, I found better character interactions elsewhere because they're extreme. They're, they're even busier than Crystal Palace. Chef Mickey's is crazy busy. So you see the big – you see the headliners. You see Mickey, Donald, Minnie, Goofy. They're all there. But – yeah, it's it's and it's also very crowded. It's it's not as spaced out as others. For a similar interaction, Cape May Cafe uh, over at the Beach Club, it's a little oh, more yeah. spread out, a little easier to get inside. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's a good interaction over there too. So, 
And we've heard mixed reviews on the food quality too there. So we've kind of been hesitant to try that one. Yeah, you could you can't Chef Mickey's is a fun experience, but it's it's like for my family, it was it was a two and run. We did it once by ourselves and we met some friends there. Yeah. But I don't know if it's at the top of our list anymore. And we like character of meals, but like Chef Mickey's is like, okay, we did it a couple of times. We're we're okay. So Right. Yeah. Um so I would read this comment by Emily Morse, but she just drabbles on and on and on, and I don't know what she's talking about, so we're, we're going to skip her. Um, so I'm going to go to Katie Swanson, and she says, what do you mean, outgrow the magic? No, no, no. Call me Peter Pan. I refuse to grow up. I'm reliving the magic through my kids, and we all know they aren't going to be grown-ups for at least 30 more years. I make my own reality, and you can't stop me. Seriously, though, that's a great topic. So that's <laughs> that's adorable. So, uh, Tyler, how about Chad's comment? It says, based on how awesome Sand Dollar Club Yes was, you may want to try the Incredibles Kid Party. So that's a good idea Mm -hmm. at the Contemporary. Um, We have not tried that yet, um, but he's basing it because we we did go on a Disney cruise. Mm -hmm. And um, one one of the two of our children really liked, liked the Kids Club, so... That is something definitely to try. And I believe, is that also, is it called Pixar Place, or is that something different he's re- referencing to? Oh, you know what? I, I, I think it's something different. I, I don't know if okay. it's, yeah, yeah. I think the Sand Dollar Club is the contemporary one. So, um, okay. kind of like, um, boy, uh, the name escapes me now. I was thinking of the one for the Wilderness Lodge that is now closed. But I think that's their kids' location. Like, uh, the, the one for Animal Kingdom Lodge has got Simba in the title. I'm probably a bad. Uh, okay, you, gotcha. someone will correct me. Amy will, Amy will have the information. So, okay, mm-hmm. that's a good idea, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. really good idea. Um, let's see who's next here. What do we got left here? We got a few of them. How about Tyler? What is a character <laughs> meal survey? Explain what that is. What did you do there? So basically, we printed off a list of all the character meals, and the kids. We're we're gonna allow them to pick two dinners a piece or two breakfasts, whatever they wanted to do, and um, so they uh, went through the list. And at each uh, restaurant has pictures, and I did not create this, by the way. I was gonna <laughs> say that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I did not create this. I, I actually found it on in another group, but um, and we printed it out for them, and they they circled their priorities, and uh, we based some of our meals for our next trip off what they wanted to do. Nice. So what was the end result? Well, Crystal Palace was um, a unanimous uh, a unanimous one. So they both they both actually um, picked Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> the other one, Bella wanted to do Ohana. Ohana. And Carson wanted to do Garden Grill. Okay. So Ohana breakfast and then Garden Grill breakfast for both. We we tend to do breakfast just just because they're a little bit um, more affordable. Yeah, and uh, we can kind of start them out, you know, start out at the park and then or do the breakfast first thing and do parks the rest, you know, rides the rest of the day. So cool. Is this your? Have you gone to Garden Grill before, Tyler Katrina? Yes, we did lunch there. Okay, Emily, have you gone to Garden Grill? Yeah, we did breakfast there on this last trip, and it was amazing. The food was absolutely incredible, because when you look at the menu, it doesn't look like, you know, it's typical breakfast stuff, but I don't know, like, there's extra magic and pixie dust, and maybe that's their, you know, secret ingredient, but it was delicious. It was so good. And my daughter is, my daughter Charlie is, at the time, 15 months old. And so that was actually the very first character breakfast experience that we scheduled for the trip. So her first ever. And she's a big Mickey fan. And they just, they gave her so much attention. You know, there aren't a whole lot of people there. So you really get a lot of one-on-one time with the characters it was definitely one of the best experiences that we had we loved it right you know what i can't echo that enough we didn't go and amy and tim convinced us to try it out and you're right the food even though you think it's a standard breakfast fare i don't know if it's because you're 
rotating slowly around the land boat ride and you're looking down and you're smelling like the water and like the you know it's there's it's really a great experience so i some of my best pictures of the family uh were from were, were, were from that character experience there so yeah and i feel like that restaurant feel it makes you that character interaction feel more private Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what we we really enjoyed that piece because it, it seems like you got more one on one time with them in your own private um, booth area. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that kind of concluded because we kind of shut that one down after that saying, wait a minute, you know what? Instead of us going on more, let's save these and let's put these on a show. So I figured, <laughs> you know, we gave a few and I know you guys got a couple on your list. So we, let's go in order here. How about we start off with the, uh, the Lees and then Emily and then myself. Let's go around the table here with our ideas of experiences or restaurants that a child should experience before they turn to a Disney adult. Tyler, you want to go? Yeah, and real quick, Chris, Mm -hmm. Christina Black and Rick Forbes also mentioned two great ideas at Epcot that I wanted to mention. Sure. Um, Christina mentioned that Epcot has something new for kids in the Kitcot station where they get a Ziploc bag with a paper luggage um, that has information about each country on it and they get stamps as they go through each country. I thought that was really cool and that's something that we're definitely planning on doing to try to make the countries more interactive for the kids. Cool. And then Rick Forbes also suggested there's a paid scavenger hunt that's part of the festivals and um, I think it's they're, they're having an Easter egg hunt for Flower and Garden so um, they can find the different character eggs throughout the country so i don't know if that's going to be there while we're there but it sounds really neat okay well you know what i think they have that actually i've heard of that before even for different seasons they they, they've they've had it for easter they've had it for for other other holidays too so i have heard that before um, I saw that actually on a Theme Park Brothers episode with um, Michael and Christina. Uh, yes, we, we saw that episode as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Okay. So give us give us one, Tyler. Start off with your list. Give me one experience uh, that you want to go and make sure your kids experience before they turn into a Disney adult. All right. Um, probably one of our favorites is probably the Halloween party. Uh, that experience is is just a it's a must do. I mean, it, your kids get to dress up and um, they get to go to all the different treat stations and collect a ton of candy. And uh, just the the atmosphere of Magic Kingdom around Halloween is just awesome. I'm a big Halloween fan, so I, I love it around that time of year. And Plus, I mean, the, the the parade, you cannot beat the Halloween parade. I think it's the best out of all of them. So uh, between that and the, and the short lines for the rides, it's just, it made for a awesome, it makes for an awesome for us. And I'm glad we got to experience that with our kids. Great suggestion. And the I don't want to say the younger, the better, but as they get older, missing school, if you happen to go down for a day where you might miss a school day on Friday or Monday or Tuesday, it becomes harder. So right about the age they know what trick-or-treating means is just about the perfect time. Because if you miss, I'm not saying missing kindergarten or first grade is an easy thing, but it's certainly easier than missing sixth and seventh grade to do that. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So we would definitely recommend the Halloween party. Cool. Katrina, give us one from your list. Okay, um, gosh, one, I think the activities at the pools and the resorts, um, I think that's something that people probably overlook more often than not just because you're so busy in the parks and you want to enjoy that part of Disney, um, but I think it's really nice to take a rest day and enjoy the um, things that are offered at the resort because they have so many different activities um, in in the pool area and then in you know different sections of, of each resort itself. Uh, my kids loved uh, last time we went at Old Key West um, and we went to their uh, activity center, their community hall. My, especially my daughter, she loved all the little craft things they had and the games. And I just, I think that that's something that a lot of people might overlook or not even realize um, that they have that is 
it's something to enjoy with your kids because at some point that's not going to interest them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I think that it's, you know, definitely something to take advantage of, especially at a place like Animal Kingdom Lodge where you can go out at night and watch the animals with the night vision goggles and um, they have the campfire with the s'mores. It's just, it's really nice to be able to do those things. Mm-hmm. Here's one of the coolest parts that, you know, I was thinking when we did that, it allowed someone else to be responsible for entertaining my kids for a while. <laughs> because, you know, on vacation, you are like largely responsible for your family's good time. We have to go here. Okay, you know, we got a plan here. So instead, when we're at the pool and the kids are all doing the hula hoop contest or they're coloring t-shirts, like my wife and I could actually sit back in the chair and be like, yeah, go over there. Go, go over, go over there. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. So yes. don't overlook that important factor as well, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Emily, what do you got? All right. Um, so I feel like I have a little bit of a different um, view on this because my only child um, is my daughter, who I mentioned um, was is 16 months old now, was 15 a month ago when we were there. Um, but this entire trip was completely different than any other time I've ever been. Even, I, I mean... I think this goes without saying, but when I went, when I was a kid, um, there were things that she enjoyed and it enjoyed them more than I ever have, even when I was a kid myself. Mm. And the thing that stuck out the most to me were the parades. Mm-hmm. Um, because in recent years, when I, when we've been, um, I always thought, you know, the parades were a great time to go get in line for rides because the lines are going to be a lot shorter but this time we um definitely made a priority to see festival of fantasy and just watching her watch the parade and the just look of awe and the pointing and then the smiles and the clapping like there was a point where i literally couldn't hold back tears watching her watch the parade it's just wonderful Mm, that's a great memory mm-hmm. you, you know what and it, you get to relive that over again you know you remember that and you've seen yeah. it and you took it for granted and then all of a sudden it becomes new again in your eyes like you mentioned and that's a really cool yeah. experience yeah so yeah. i'm going to parlay that one with something else over at the magic kingdom that you may or may not have done but one of the coolest things we did was oh we missed it for our 13 year olds but we caught it for our six-year-old was we got her first haircut at the uh, the barber shop on oh. on Main Street, and oh, it's yeah. it's 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 a really good value too. If there if <laughs> I used air quotes right there, if you didn't see it, so it's, <laughs> it's a it's a good value. It's probably around thirty dollars now, maybe slightly more, but it comes with uh, the ear hat that says first haircut on it as well too. So it like comes with a souvenir. They trim some of the locks for you, and it's adorable. They stick stickers all over your kids' legs and arms so they're preoccupied, and they <laughs> give them their first haircut there. So it's a really cool experience. If you time it right, you can get behind your child, and when they put the, the mirror up, you can snap a picture of the back of the hat that says first haircut and your child's face in the mirror in a reflection, and it's a really cool shot. We happen to get it with our with our. Beatrice when she was, uh, you know, she must have been, she was less than one at that point. Oh, well. But it's- I was going to ask how old she was because we had thought about, or I really wanted to do Charlie's first haircut there, but she unfortunately takes after her mom who didn't have any hair until, I didn't have any hair until I was about two, I think. She <laughs> just didn't, she didn't even have enough to trim. Okay. <laughs> so- we might have to wait. I was going to say, if she has one, it would have counted. It would have been okay. It would have been worth it to do it even for one. <laughs> but, but no, I, I know what she, exactly what you mean. She was she was about one. I, I, I almost want to hesitate that I, I don't remember exactly. Let me see. So she was born in March. The trip was in July, but it wasn't three months. It was older than that. It maybe was a little older than one. But she was old enough to be able to pull the stickers off and not be perturbed at the haircut but it was still a great experience and it's not that expensive so if you are debating do it if they've already had their first haircut and they're seven or eight years old still do it because it's still a really cool experience Where, when can you go to a theme park and get your hair cut at the theme park right that's pretty right. cool so <laughs> consider that and it's not going to break the bank 
All right, Tyler, how about you? Okay, I'm going to do a, a combo that we did. Uh, first, uh, the kids at Magic Kingdom did the Pirates League, where they um, the um, they were dressed up like pirates, and uh, it's kind of like the the girl version of um, Bifty Boppity Boutique. Okay, except this is more for like pirates and it's the boy version, or the yeah the, the boy version. This is more like the boy version, um, except our daughter also participated in it and. We, we thought she was just going to be like a mermaid, but she actually wanted to be a scary pirate too, which was, which was, I was really proud of. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she picked to be a scary pirate, pirate like her big brother. Um, and uh, so both of my kids had these like scary pirate faces and they had, we, we had brought some costumes from home and, um, and just the whole experience of that was really neat uh, what they did to them and, you know, they gave them uh, their own little bag of treasure and a, and a, uh, a you know a pirate sash and and then you know they had to say the pirate code of honor and it, it was just a really cool experience to see them go through that uh, and you know it's something that as as since they were little that's something they can do now versus you know of course they wouldn't do it when they were older mm-hmm. but I'm glad that we we had done and then um, later that night we did the pirates and pals fireworks crews over at contemporary oh, fun. so that was really cool so they were in costume and and uh, they gave us um you know so, uh, some pirate uh bandanas to put on ourselves and a patch and we had desserts with uh captain hook and and um, peter pan and you know the, the, the desserts were nothing special but it was just the experience you know our kids were so excited that that those two characters were there and and then um, we uh, got on a pontoon boat and and watched the the fireworks over the you know over the Magic Kingdom castle and just the, the whole experience of that was something that I think will truly will never forget and their faces and their the memories and the pictures so that was just a really awesome experience. It, even better that your daughter would go outside the box of you know wanting to be a pirate, right? Right. I mean, I was like, I was blown away. I was like, for sure, she's going to be a mermaid or a. I think she could have been an empress, you know, like a a queen or something. But um, yeah, she picked the uh, the scary pirate. So I was I was pretty proud of her. Awesome. Okay. I I hear I hear your dog. Is that your dog, Katrina? Yes, it is. I, I, I hear it. I remember last time we talked. It always reminded me of like Wicket from uh from star wars so i recognize yeah. it immediately we apologize for the interruption of our dog that's okay i'm i'm imagining like a pekingese type dog is that right um he's actually uh bichon he's half bichon half shih tzu so i mean yeah he's a little dog okay okay he's he can be a little whiny too yeah <laughs> well, well katrina you're up right now so give us a good one. Oh, okay um something that our kids really enjoy um and maybe not every kid would like this but it is pretty cool are the pressed pennies throughout the park oh good one um and they have you can find a little uh collector's book in the shops um on property and they can you know keep their pennies in there so we do that each time we go, and they love finding uh, the pressed penny spots in the parks and the resorts. So that's one of their favorite things to do. Who pays for that? Do they save their money, and they pay for that themselves, or do you guys cough up the money for those pressed pennies? Um, it's kind of both. They we they earn money um, for different things in the house, and when I say money... I mean, like, you know, coins usually. Um, and so they have a money jar, and that's that's their Disney money. So we, before every trip, we take that um, and we cash that in. And we say, okay, this is the money for the pressed pennies, or we're going to put this money on a gift card, and this is what you can spend in the park. Um, but, of course, we always chip in mm-hmm. on that also. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but there, I mean, we do, you know, we have, we have a limit. I know last time um, we went, there were several machines that you had to use your card for, and it was like you got five for 
I can't I can't remember how much it was, but you had to get all five pennies. Um, and they were like the deluxe version. Um, so they cost a little bit more and, you know, we had to say no to those mm. uh, a few times. Okay. Okay. That's a, you know what, actually I'm going to go and and mention something like that in the, in the future as well too, for myself. But Emily, what do you have? All right. Um, another big one was the dance parties, um, in, both let's see animal kingdom um we just happened upon the hakuna matata time dance party and she just had a blast just interacting with the characters and um she's a dancer anyway anytime you hear music she's (laughs) bouncing and swinging her arms um but she had a blast there and then um the probably the highlight of our trip was the Incredibles dance party at Hollywood Studios. Okay. Um, mm. She just really, absolutely loved the characters, and they were amazing with her. She real she was wearing an Incredibles hoodie actually that day, and as I mentioned before, she's totally bald, so she got you know um, called out as Jack Jack a few times by different people. <laughs> oh man. Oh man! And, but uh, um, she would just walk up to Mister Incredible and you know touch him and start dancing, and he Aww. really had a good interaction with her. And then toward the end, um, he actually um, like encouraged us to come with him, and so we picked her up and followed him, and he took us over to Edna Mode and um, got to meet her. Um, just it was such a special moment and you know it's the kind of disney magic that i don't think i ever encountered going as an adult that you know having your kid there like she just i don't know you know she was so you know the age that she is i don't know you know if she will look back on it and remember those things or not but uh you will but it was the highlight of our trip it yeah. was amazing. Yeah, you will. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's going to parlay into another one that I have. So we talked about character breakfasts earlier, and so it doesn't matter what character breakfast you're at. So this is going to be kind of like a, a general one. But as a mom or a dad or an uncle or an aunt, you have responsibility in these character breakfasts as well too. So I've seen it go in two different directions where mom and dad are really into it. And before you know it, like, dad's posing with the characters, mom's posing with the characters, and the kids are laughing and having fun. And I've seen it go the other way, where dad is eating and doesn't want to be bothered and just kind of wishes the characters interacted with the kids. And you kind of dilute the magic. Uh, you know, you, you, you take away from something. So as, as a parent, you have responsibility there. So I'm going to say any character breakfast. But you know mm-hmm. what, mom and dad, you know, they're not going to be that age for long. And... I can say this. Right. I, I got 13-year-olds. They still enjoy character interactions. But I'm also smart enough to know that I've only got a few more years on that until they won't want that anymore. So right. enjoy it. Enjoy it. Let yourself be foolish. Be like the scene of the party for 20 seconds when Alice comes over and have fun with her. Don't worry about it. If you're the dad that's having fun, the kids are going to really want to you know, enjoy that and have fun too. If you're the dad, it's not, it's going to take something away from them. So mm-hmm. um, right. I don't want to go and like say, Oh yeah, I always have fun. And, and there have been character interactions. My daughter remembers when, when goofy kissed my head and made this giant pucker sound when he was kissing my bald head. Um, <laughs> and she'll always remember that. So that was like a, a highlight of her trip that one year, but you know, enjoy it, go with it and have fun. And like, that's your job there to make sure that you're imparting that. So I'll get off my soapbox for character breakfast. But like that was my tip is is, is any character breakfast, any character dinner. Right. Just go yeah. with it. Let it happen. So all right, Tyler. Sure. You got how many more you got left, buddy? Uh we have mainly just two more left. Great. So. I was gonna say I got two more. So let's go with okay. your two. Okay. Uh this is a little bit of a different twist that probably um has not been thought of, but we just recently in October went on a Disney cruise mm-hmm. and we were thinking, you know, while they're younger is a great time to try out a Disney cruise versus, you know, a Royal Caribbean or a carnival. 
um, so they can still experience the magic of those characters on board and and be able to take advantage of you know those more kid friendly activities that would probably be more on a Disney cruise uh, with the Halloween parties and the and the Christmas uh, parties on there there as well. So uh, you know while they're young and uh, you know of that age, why not not you know why not try a Disney cruise out and see you know if it's for you. And I think there's no better time to do it, actually. I'm glad we, we took advantage of it while our kids are school age, and um, they really enjoyed themselves. And you get to go and broaden their horizons at a young age, too, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so wonderful. Yeah, great suggestion. Katrina, what do you got? Give us one one or two more. One or two more? Mm-hmm. Um, well... I think um, this is this is my this was my absolute favorite um, was going at Christmas or not actually on Christmas but Christmas time. Um, just the the way the park is decorated, it makes it feel so much more magical. Um, it was just I, I don't know. It was just awesome. Uh, that was my favorite trip that we have taken and I think it was just because it was at Christmas time um, and you know the each resort does something different like the Grand Floridian has the big gingerbread house um, and you know the wilderness has the huge Christmas tree in the lobby which they all have you know really beautiful trees and it's all beautifully decorated and I just think it's a really neat time uh, to go and you know for kids that that still believe in Santa and believe in the magic of Christmas, it makes it, it that much more special. Um, and I just, I loved it. Um, we went, we left Disney on the 20th. So we were not there for Christmas um, specifically, um, but it was still great and you know we avoided the big crowds um because it started to get a little crowded um right whenever we left but it was it was not bad while we were there at all cool emily when you were there it was decorated for christmas for sure correct um this time no they had they actually had everything down oh it was taken down already okay yeah we got there it was i think the 26th of january was our first day okay okay but i have been at christmas before yeah okay i can't agree more there's something special about it uh we haven't been for halloween and that was i know uh tyler's first one but we've been at christmas and there's something definitely special about that every every resort's done to the tens and and every park's done to the tens and i mean it is just it it is an amazing experience yeah agreed definitely emily what what do you have let's see I've got one more. Okay. Um, this is one that I think I enjoy as an adult, but I remember very much not enjoying as Uh-oh. an older kid. Okay. <laughs> that Charlie absolutely loved was the tiki room. She just absolutely lit up. Um, like she would turn around in her seat to look at what was happening behind her. And again, music, I guess that just some, she likes to, but, uh, but enjoy the tiki room <laughs> while your children are that little, because I definitely <laughs> know that I hit a phase where I was so bored, <laughs> but obviously came to love it as an adult as well. What do you think caught her? Was it the sound? Was it the sights? Was it the action? What was it? The birds? What do you think? What do you think caught her eye? I think the combination, but it was the that she was hearing things, but she was getting to watch it all happen around her okay. as well. Okay, really cool. I'm going to go with one here that may not be on the surface for something for a kid, but it really makes sense. So, <laughs> so you guys all know about pin trading at the parks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, and I'm not saying do what i do but you know we have legitimate pins and then we have not so legitimate pins and you can buy them on ebay cheap and you could trade pins and the disney cast members are really good and they'll trade any pins with any person um but 
as a way to kind of have the kids interact with cast members and also practice things like please, thank you, um, make decisions, you know, kind of even collect their, their favorite characters. We supplied our 13-year-olds back when they were just going at the first time with these lanyards and these pins. And it was really cool to see them go and approach cast members and ask, can I trade and go and talk about it with the cast members. And as they got older, it seemed to get a little less until actually just this recent trip where we didn't actually go to a park where my son was, and I'm going to use the word too cool to bring his pins. He Mm -hmm. immediately regretted the decision when he was down there seeing his six-year-old sister and his 13-year-old sister (laughs) trade pins. And, and, you know, he even felt bad. He's like, I don't know why I didn't bring my pins. And it was kind of cool to see a 13-year-old boy actually rationalize that and say, I wish I brought my pins. But, you know, the six the six-year-old now is like pin trading crazy, running from cast member to cast member. Please, can I see your pins? Thank you. You know, and telling them stories. And, you know, they, they, they put up with it and they tolerate it so well and they like the interaction. So, you know what? If you want to buy the $15 pin, by all means, please do. Um, if you want to buy the 41 cent pin on eBay, that's a scrapper, and I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but if you're looking for a way to go and encourage the interaction and encourage them to do something different, that's an option for you. So yeah, we're a big pig training family. We have hundreds of pins throughout the house. Most of them are legit. Some of them aren't. And, and I don't apologize for that, but I'm simply saying it's a great way to have your child go and, and, and interact with cast members and you know what? They stay in it longer than you think. Even my 13-year-old, he's living proof. He was he was pretty sour about seeing some of the Star Wars pins on lanyards that he had no access to because he didn't bring his pins from home. So so by, by all means, do that. Tyler. Yeah, go ahead. No, I said that's a good idea. Do your guys, does Carson and Bell, do they trade pins? Uh, no, they don't. Okay. I could see... Carson would probably love it. Bella is very shy and would never approach a stranger. Um, So I don't know that she, it would be more, she would want to do it because he was doing it, but it would turn into mama, you ask. Okay. Mama, ask him, ask him. Um, But um, Carson is, is fearful of no one. (laughs) So he, he would approach anyone. Well, I'm certainly not going to win any father of the year contest, but this encourages them to interact with cast members because if the cast member sees a hesitant child, they'll come, Mm -hmm. they'll do the opposite approach and they'll walk over to your child with their lanyard and say, do you want to trade? And they'll they'll encourage that interaction. So it's, it's really pretty, I don't want to use the word magical because that gets overused with the Disney community, (laughs) but it really is when all of a sudden you see, Oh my gosh, she's actually doing it, you know? And before you know it, you've got a pin trader on your hand and what did it really cost you? It cost you 35 bucks on eBay, you know, whatnot. So, (laughs) so that's my advice. Huh. Okay. Thanks. Tyler, around the horn, one last time. What do you got? Okay. The last thing we had, which goes along with the character dying experience, is just to have the character uh, autograph, autograph book. Okay. And uh, it, it's just another way to add some extra interaction between your kids and the characters. And something when they go home, they can go and look and see at all the characters and maybe look at look for characters that they'd like to get signatures for from next time on the trip. So they really like going through their autograph books and, and reading the names to us and, you know, kind of reminiscing about the character meetup that, you know, that, that came from that signature. So that was a, a good, good um, investment. I think for, for memories, having that character book. So Charlie, we never did the character autograph, but uh, I'm sorry, uh, Emily for Charlie. Um, but, you know what? I, I wish we had. We hadn't done that. So, But I understand the rules are bring a Sharpie. Make sure it's a fat Sharpie so the characters can hold it correctly, right? Is Those are the, those yeah. are the, those, yes, yes. Those are the most common things. So maybe something yeah. for you to consider. And not, we, not all characters can sign. So you, you just kind of have to, you know, tell them, okay, well, that character can't, you know, they can't sign because of, you know, how, how they are. So you, it's kind of hard to explain to your kids why some characters can't. But uh, anyway, um we usually made up something creative. So. <laughs> we thought about it so um, as like a way to encourage her to interact, but I ended up I, I 
thought, you know, if I I feel like we need it, I can buy something when we get there. And, but we didn't need anything at all. Like when we would meet a character, I would set her down and she would run up and touch their nose. And so maybe when she gets older, she might do that. Right. Yeah, well, well, that's adorable that she did that without like because a lot of kids need coaxing to even go and approach a character. So, so yeah, I wasn't sure how she'd do, but she did pretty great. Awesome. <laughs> okay, Katrina, do you have one left for us? Um, honestly, I don't. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm sure if I sat here, I could think of something, uh, but you know, I mean, really, I think the main thing is, and you mentioned this is to enjoy it as much as your kids mm-hmm. you know to to really um, partake in it and uh, because that makes it more magical for them yeah don't be that guy don't be that dad that's standing in the sideline be the dad that's like in the middle of everything because your kid's going to remember oh man this dad my, my dad is like the crazy guy that's having fun on vacation and that's like <laughs> that's like the memory you create in them which is just as important so mm-hmm. be that guy and I only speak for the dads not the moms I apologize but it, it works both ways so okay yes. um, Emily did you have any left or or were you out uh I've got one more. This one, it's why at the bottom of my list, but um, not because I don't enjoy it, but just because of context. But uh, the kind of interactions at Fifties Primetime Cafe is the kind of interaction I look forward to having with my kids when they get when she gets older. Okay. because I think that there there is something special about getting to watch your parents, you know. I guess for me, watching the kids at 50s primetime watch their parents get, you know, put in the corner and all that kind of thing. Humiliated. But, Very good. Very good. I, right? I enjoy that as an adult watching other families. Okay. Really cool. We were wanting to try that one, but we just we we were trying to decide between that one and and um, the Whispering Canyon, and we we just decided Whispering Canyon. But that's definitely on our our list to try. Yeah, I you, think similar feel for sure. Yeah, yeah, you won't go wrong there. That's for sure. So I've got one last one on the end. So if you get a mouse ear hat, make sure you get it with their name on it. Because it's only going to work from age like 2 to age like 10 or 11. And after that, they won't want to wear that mouse ear hat. Maybe they'll wear ears if they're girls. So you can buy your ears, you know, at the park. You can buy them from from an Etsy shop. We, you know, my friend Tamara's got a a shop, you know, so you can buy them from an Etsy shop. But make sure you get your name on the back too. Because even when they're too cool to wear the ear hat, Mm -hmm. um, they're going to keep that in their room and they're going to remember that trip. So yeah, it's a small investment. Go ahead and spend the 20 bucks or $22 or whatever the case is, but get it embroidered with their name on it and they'll keep it forever. You'll be surprised how long it lasts. And you know what? All of a sudden you might see them not want to wear it at 13. And then all of a sudden at like 22, you will see them want to wear it. (laughs) And it's like, Oh my gosh, I remember you wearing it. So don't be afraid to be goofy and moms and dads, wear a mouse ear hat absolutely sure. allow yourself to wear the goofy hat the donald hat um the baseball cap where where donald's bill sticks out 19 inches in the front you know the one that <laughs> do that make sure you create those memories with your kids don't think it's only for them it's for you so I- enjoy yourself but um that's my last piece of advice on that um any last comments guys before we bring us to a close i don't think so no, I'm I'm glad we I'm glad we did a show on this because it it just made made me think of how how fast time truly does go by, you know, and and to enjoy, you know, we have a nine year old now and he's going to be ten in November and it's it's just it's kind of unreal how fast it it does go by. So uh, yeah, just really and take it all in. So Great. listening to you guys talk, I've been you know. Thinking, making my own list of things I'm looking forward to, but I don't want to, you know, 
wish for it so don't much. rush it no exactly. e- emily let, let let it let it take as long as it wants again my i remember my first trip with my kids and they were like four years old when we went to walt disney world the first time with the kids and my son's as tall as me now and it seemed to happen overnight and so i don't want it to i want it to stop i want it to just kind of yeah. freeze where it's at right now so enjoy the time you'll you'll find when she's like when charlie's like 38 inches you'll be saying oh i only wish she was 40 inches so she can go on space mountain and big thunder mountain and splash mountain right but you know what honestly once they get past that point then they're they're eight and they're nine and they're ten and they're eleven and before you know it like they got a cell phone you're like what just happened when did that happen to me you know so it's okay let it take its time yes anyways if you're listening today and you've got suggestions we haven't mentioned so you can go to our Facebook page, which is the WW Review Facebook page, or you can join our, our, our private group, which is EDCOT, E-D-C-O-T. And it's a community of, of, honestly, I would say listeners, but it's not true. It's a community of, of people that are friends, that are part of the Disney community, and feel free. There's, uh, it's a really welcoming, supportive group. But if they have questions for you guys... What's the best way to contact you guys? Emily, what would be the best way for someone to contact you on social media? I would definitely say on the Edcott group okay. um, on Facebook, yeah. Okay. And Tyler and Katrina, what's the best way to contact you on social media? Um, that would be the best for us as well. Okay. You- yes, we're, we're Facebookers. We're, we don't have any other type of social media other than facebook so all right so if you got any questions join us on edcat they'll answer any questions you might have um so for my friends tyler katrina and emily we'd like to thank you for downloading and listening and we want to wish you a great day see you later thanks